Previously on Reality Roundup. And Christine gets such a gets such a free pass right now. Yeah, and I, and I disagree completely because and, I know all the years that led up to this, and she was a pain in the rear end. She was such a difficult and emotional person who was completely and utterly unreasonable at all times. So I, I'm not buying it. I'm yeah. completely cold to whatever she's sniveling about <laughs> at this point. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Reality Roundup, volume number 22. We are back in the same room again. And it feels so weird. It does. It's just odd. (laughs) Hopefully then recording, maybe your quality is a little different. Maybe it's worse. Who knows? Maybe it turns out we don't like each other anymore. This is the (laughs) end, the beginning of the end. We are going to cover, we had a premiere tonight of Little People, Big World, season 24, episode number one, lucky number three. We're going to cover The Single Life, season three, episode eight, Until We Meet Again, and Sister Wives, season 17, episode eight, Hang On With Me. You know, when I turned on Little People, Holden had just come in from school, and he sat down and was watching it with me. And I said, can you believe that it's this many seasons? He goes, and you've watched all of them. I said, yes. It's 24 seasons. It's crazy. Isn't it? Think about how old Zach is now. Yeah, I've I've watched them grow up. I thought this episode of... Little People, Big World was kind of nice. And we we talked about this last time that we really expected this to be the handoff to Zach and Tori. And it really kind of is. And I think it would change the tone of the show quite a bit. Can Uh you think that it can handle being a positive show? Yeah. It would be nice to have something like that Mm -hmm. in the... Just a family or... Yeah, I think it would be nice refreshing i think the more you get away from matt maybe the better are the better it'll be he said that um he's not getting too emotional about the sale of the property we both i burst out laughing and said that's because he's not too emotional about anything he just isn't he does not an emotional person period (laughs) i don't see him ever gonna get emotional no he'd get emotional maybe if you try to take a dollar from him yes so i thought it was funny that um you know, he talked about the realtor had gotten with him and that the things have gotten, you know, he had some interest despite the... And you laughed. You scoffed at that, like whatever. Because he's just trying to be positive. Mm-hmm. He's probably at that point got no calls about anything whatsoever. <laughs> I've kind of taken them off of my inside scoop radar mm-hmm. and, and I haven't. I think this season, because of our COVID issue and your trip, and it's been three weeks, things have been a bit weird. Mm-hmm. You know, that I think that them coming up with this season, although we knew it was coming and we saw it, still kind of caught us by surprise. Uh-huh. I probably would have done a little better research about where the property's at now. And mm-hmm. it has, but I haven't heard that it has sold, I think. Yeah, I haven't heard I that. don't remember. They've been some p- pictures posted and 
But I think the pictures posted were probably had something to do with Halloween. If I think about it over the weekend, I'm guessing it would have been something about pumpkins and they would have probably gotten everybody together. Pumpkin season. Yeah, it has been a hot mess for all of us. I get a bad, creepy feeling about Karen. And I, I, I hadn't really had it until this time when they were sitting there having coffee that, I don't know, I just get a feeling that Karen may be a bit behind a lot of this Matt stuff like in front of the camera like maybe she's one person and maybe off camera she's somebody else you think do you get a feeling at all from her um no but she definitely does make herself out to be like the family peacemaker and that seems odd for a future stepmother you know what I mean? Typically, stepmothers don't have a very good reputation. They just just don't take that easily to somebody else's kids, grown or not. You know what I mean? And maybe it's because of Matt being so distant. But but I just don't see them talking about her very much. Uh-huh. And for her to be so pro-everybody getting along, it just it, I just kind of feel like behind the scenes... That she's the opposite. Hmm. And I don't know why. It's more of a, a just a general gut thing. You know, we get our our kind of gut impressions about people. And something just doesn't seem right. Just because Matt has... I'm trying to think of a redeeming quality of Matt. <laughs> and, and I think Matt... He's adventuresome. And I think he's a... I don't know. He he can grind out anything. He has got incredibly good long game. Uh huh. So he, he's not short term, right? I mean, he's a bit headstrong and impulsive. Yeah, he has grand plans for everything. But the the guy's a warrior. He just uh-huh. keeps kind of chugging along. Yeah. You're not gonna out. You're probably not going to outwork him. Mm-hmm. So what can Karen see in him? What does Karen see in Matt? Yeah, I don't know. Is odd. He's not emotional. He, he's not. So w- what is it then? Because I can't figure it out mm-hmm. at all. We well, you know she was a close uh, family friend and trusted employee at the farm for, uh, gosh, like 15 years or something. So, I mean, everybody liked her until she got into a relationship with Matt. And then it was just awkward for everybody. And I think she would stoke, I think she would just support Matt really in whatever decision that she, maybe that's what Matt sees in her. I have got an ally in whatever I'm doing. Easy. Yeah, because maybe if you think about it, the whole thing with the property, it could have worked out differently and probably should have. You saw Matt hint a little bit about wanting Zach and Jeremy to work the property together. Mm-hmm. And Matt just said it wouldn't work out. So that was his vision for it, I guess, all along. Well, he always said that, and that's what the kids said. But when it came down to it, it was about money. Maybe he wanted the two of them somehow to go in on the property jointly. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. The wives do not get along. Hmm. They do not have a good relationship. And so maybe that's what he was referring to about it just not going to be something that that could happen. So, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't like Jeremy's wife. You've We've said that before? Yes. Just to reiterate. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if they come back into the mix at all. I hope not. We find, though, that, you know, there's, when it comes to Zach and Tori, that they're pretty likable people. Yeah, I like them. She's a bit um, opinionated when it comes to Matt. Mm-hmm. You you saw her say, well, you know, this is just grandpa and that's it. And we're not looking to change that at all. Right now. Well, yeah. I honestly think she takes her cues from Zach and she's very protective of him. Mm-hmm. So if he's feeling some kind of way, she's going to come at it full barrel. Yeah. It's it- like It's like how I would be for you. If Sometimes, somebody in your family has wronged you, I'm going to have a problem with that person. And and this is what gets me with Karen. Something just we there's something we're not seeing. Because I think Zach and Matt, I think they've always kind of had this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I I just think Karen's in the I, for me. I just think Karen's in the middle of this, and we're just and nobody's saying it for whatever reason. I think Matt's always been the problem with everybody. Well, he is. But I think that Karen in the middle of it is kind of just giving him additional strength. Like fuel. Yeah, I do. I think so. I think Amy working on, she's a bit too interested in all of this. Like at some point she needs to back off. Mm -hmm. You see her wanting updates on the property. And when she talks to Matt, it's about how upset everybody is and how angry and how hurt. At this point, they're adults. and Yeah, but he doesn't communicate well with the kids. He never has. I get it. But that's still his business at this point. Well, sure. But mama bear is always a mama bear, no matter how old the kids are. But at this point, now it seems like it's her. I think she's using... Saying that the kids are hurt and really coming out and saying, you know what? I'm hurt about the way you did this. And it could be the way you treated them. But she's not saying that. She's saying that they're hurt. And you you can see it. Well, they are. What's the point of having an update on the property? Well, they all have some interest in it. They don't really because it's all his. She sold her part to him. Mm-hmm. So I I think for her, it's like, I think she's looking for a reason to be upset. Well, sure. Tell me more about the property so I can get angry again. Sure. Instead of just kind of backing off. Well, we know they have angst. Mm -hmm. The kids are just adorable. Yes. Jackson and Lila. Just really, they are. They are adorable. And I don't know. You know, Amy kind of says something about the kids being cute. Uh-huh. And they just are. They are I don't adorable. know what you can say. I mean, we've all seen kids who probably weren't, and we'd like to say that all kids aren't cute, you know. But they the two of them so are adorable. I, I just cackled so much. I've seen, I watched this episode, and then when I came home, you were watching it, so I saw it again. And when Lila was walking around, she had a <laughs> carrying walker. Carrying the walker. Yeah, she had the walker in front of her carrying it. And I thought that is just brilliant, because she's not rolling the walker. You couldn't roll the walker the in the grass. So she's got it picked up, carrying it in front of her like it's a walker. <laughs> I thought it was um, 
it's just kind of funny until um, then I saw grandma with the walker and I thought, well, maybe she's emulating grandma <laughs> at the house with the walker. That's funny. But, you know, Jackson, aside from being physically adorable, he's just adorable because he has such a big personality. He is. He is just something else. But you see, even in the interviews now, he's starting to get to that, I don't know, kind of annoying boy stage when mm-hmm. you're talking to him. You know, he kind of just was being uncooperative and, you know, he threw his head back. Right. Well, you, you saw know. saw him be a little weird. There's a new kid in town. You know, there may be some jealousy. He's probably mm. feeling a little out of place. You know. You remember how it was for our kids. Yeah. I Well, it sounds really bad, but gosh, it's been so long. I almost don't remember oh. what it was like. Well, let me refresh your memory. <laughs> remember what happened to Haley when Holden was born? <laughs> how she transformed into a different child? Well, she most certainly <laughs> did. It wasn't right away, though. No, but it was pretty quickly. Do you think she would have been... Our- different? If he never was around, you do think so? Yep. Yep. That was awfully quick on your part. (laughs) I've thought long and hard about it. Mm. Because that was when she changed completely. And it could have naturally happened. From that day forward. So, for what you don't know, is we have actually, we have three children, and it is boy, girl, boy. So it really mirrors. Although there's some distance. We have a little different distance between all yeah, of them. Yeah, they're much farther apart. We had miscarriages between so we, each yeah, of them. So you're looking at four to, you know, age differences of four to five years yeah. between each of them. Um, so it's not quite the same. I still think the adorable picture we have, is, and it's maybe the last time she was nice to him, it seemed like, <laughs> was in the hospital when he was born. <laughs> right. <laughs> she, yes. <laughs> Initial excitement over the living baby doll. That ended quickly. But it went, I I think it went really well um, as far as bringing the child home. Uh I felt a smile. I Rarely do I just have random smiles on my face. I'm not a smiley, happy guy. (laughs) But when... Like Matt? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm a bit. There's a little, don't you think there's a little of Matt in me? Yes. I mean, there is some of that. I can be kind of all business sometime mm-hmm. when there's a task at hand. I kind of get, I, I see how I can be like that. And unemotional. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about me being emotional now because <laughs> when when Zach walked in and he, I think he had his phone and he had the camera on Tori and Josiah and you saw the smile on Tori's face yes. looking at Josiah and I saw it right I felt I smiled uh-huh. and at just at that at watching her smile uh-huh. and I, I think for you and for a mother those are things that you just can't does it when you see that does it put you back oh, sure. at that very moment sure is there one I don't want to say this it was like when she was uh, having the baby you know and they were taking him out and and passing him over for her to see for the first time mm-hmm. how she started to cry i remember that feeling yeah that never goes away can you recall each of the three of them separately you know is yes it, is it each of them yes for me they I had all, very different birth experiences yeah, with each of them they all kind of for me it's more of a a hodgepodge of the three of them 
they blend together a bit mm. more for me in 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 pieces. Each of their births was so different. Well, obviously, it's surely much different for you, right? I couldn't help but think of our experience when Tori said that their doctor was not available. Yes. So you saw the panic in her. Mm-hmm. You, uh, she'd been through it before. You and now. You, fought, I would say, fought very hard with our first child. Yes, I did. Not to have a C-section. Yes, I did. You worked really hard at it. Really it, hard. It was a struggle. Begged. Because really, our son's head at birth was the size of that watermelon. Yeah, it was massive. That Zach had um, saran wrapped to his belly. <clears throat> yes, which resulted in a massive episiotomy. <laughs> yeah, and that blocked the canal really. So he was kind of I don't want to say stuck, but he wasn't coming down. Yeah. So he had really your water had broke, but we really didn't know it so much because his Nothing head came out cuz it was like a a drain plug. Yeah. <laughs> Literally is what it was. Yeah. And so it took we've told this story, but I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. But the stories have not been told in a while. And I think we don't have too many people around that are like personal podcast, historical people. We're, mm-hmm. I don't know, a hundred and some episodes into our personal podcast. But but we had a a nurse that came in on a shift change. They were ready to take you in and give you a C-section. Mm-hmm. And you were. Because his uh, heart rate was uh, dropping. And you're, you were um, in tears yeah. about that. Yeah. And so I. I I wouldn't say the nurses had kind of backed off, but they had, everybody was reserved to the fact that you were going to have a C-section. Yeah. And then this nurse came in. Who was younger. Have you ever seen like, um, and you've watched these like beach body stuff where they have these big ropes mm-hmm. and they, they're pulling these big ropes up and down. Yeah. This is what that woman did to your legs. <laughs> and when she did that to your legs, well, well, they'd had me in one position yes. for so long because they had trouble monitoring his heart rate, so they did internal monitors, and, and then the, I had to lay still. And did they put the epidural in at that point? And you had the epidural in, so they didn't, they couldn't have you moving around. Well, I couldn't move around because they used an internal monitor that was just laid inside, and so if I moved, it would fall out. And because they couldn't monitor him with the external belt, mm. so they did one internally. So I had to be still. They left me in one position so long, his head was just sure. a, continuously blocking everything. Thing is massive. Yeah, so they it's a massive um, head. The new nurse came in and she rolled me over into a, a different position. And as soon as she did that, he shifted, and then here came all the fluid. Yeah. So. She said, you know, if, if we can't get you um, ready to push before the doctor comes back in, he's got the OR ready. He's going to take you for C-section. Well, and to be honest, his head was so large, they suspected that there were other issues with him. Mm-hmm. That was a traumatic experience. Maybe it's time to talk about that again on the personal podcast. Mm-hmm. It just, there's some, you know, it. wow, it's 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. But the whole memory of what they tried to do oh, yeah. and the discussion that we had to go through. Yeah, all the genetic counseling. Yeah, because stuff. of the, really oh, so stressful. because his head was so big. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. we won't get into that too much now, but that's how big his head was. <laughs> it was pretty big. It, it caught, was above the 100th percentile. Sure. For his entire childhood. And they sent us to genetic counseling, really. 
Yeah. Well, so, because some testing had sure, come back. But it was still all you just one big pile of trouble. Yeah. So when her doctor, when she found, when you heard that her doctor wasn't there, I'm sure you went right to that point. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, that happened with Haley. Just because, yeah, because you'd feel comfortable. Right. And you have a process. You've been through this before. Right. She looked really nervous. Mm-hmm. And I mean, any surgery should be, but mm-hmm. like she well, it takes time to develop trust in someone when you literally have your child's life in their mm-hmm. hands. And yours. Yeah. But it was, um, I mean, they had a plan in place. Amy came. It all went well. Mm-hmm. You know, she's really good with the kids. She is. I think you can see that anybody, when they're good with the kids and they get on the floor. Yeah. she's somebody who, look, she's, Amy's our age, right? Yep. She gets on the floor and plays with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and she said, "Oh, when he got on top of her, she goes, uh, having little kids is for the young people, but she's still down there. She's not right. high. I had, why am I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank with her husband's name, but regardless, um, I'm not impressed with him. Why? Cause he sat that out. This oh whole yeah. He's going on. He never, he never had children. I, so he has no child experience well, at I all. Get it, it makes him uncomfortable. I still get it, but it's time to tag in. Mm-hmm. It just is. This is the perfect opportunity to step up and take care of something for well, him to go. You well, remember? Don't wake me up. That she's been uh, orchestrating experiences for him with Zach, with uh, um, the boy, mm-hmm. because he doesn't know how to play with children. He never had any children in his life. Whatever. You know, mm-hmm. even like as an uncle, like he was just never around yeah, children. Look, of kids, Jackson's a pretty easy one. As far as kids go, uh-huh. he's really easy as far yeah. as to play with. He's just a typical boy. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than that. Mm-hmm. You know what you do? Is you just sit on the floor next to one of them and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. It's natural. Right. So that he's and to see him like tag out and really I think he's half joking, maybe half not, but it's you know, don't wake me up. This is a perfect opportunity for him and Amy to go there and handle this together. They're not they've not been married that long. Right. For him to be tagging out of this stuff. I get it, but if you're you're in or you're not. So I'm not impressed with him. <laughs> so he never hid the fact that he's not good with kids. You don't have to be good. You well, know what? But it I think, makes him uncomfortable. I think maybe some effort would be involved. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going to happen at 4.30 in the morning, right? You know what he could do is he could go there, go with them, maybe make Amy some breakfast while she naps. Oh, sure. There's lots of stuff that he could do to help, and he doesn't. Right. So he gets uh, kind of a thumbs down in my book. <laughs> The baby was like um, two weeks early. Uh huh. I mean, the look, the Zach and the exercise with the watermelon. It's funny. <laughs> it's just kind of sticky, but I get it. So that was funny though. Yeah, I, I laughed it. watching it because mm-hmm. it's true. It's really hard to do normal things like yeah. put your socks on or tie. That's your That's what you should have done when you have that in your way. Well, I mean, he has time. obviously other issues, and, and, <laughs> right? But I get it. She does seem to be a trooper. She is. So I, I am relatively impressed with her. I love them as a couple. They mm. really remind me a lot of us. They can carry the show. 
Yeah. And I would like, I wouldn't mind to have a more positive show in our repertoire of podcasting stuff. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with being happy every now and right. again. Right. You know, because that's me. I'm just happy fun guy. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. No comment? Yeah, no comment. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing better. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm, you know, like you said, I'm more like Matt. <laughs> you can stay tuned and listen to Sister Wives. Hang on with me. We have been covering that outside of the wall. It, we're going to switch up. And now that we have a new show, bounce things around, shuffle it up. And we will talk about the single life. And maybe we texted back and forth about Tanya's um, personal flotation devices <laughs> that, that we got a chance to look at. But she doesn't have any problem putting those things out there, she does doesn't. she? No. So I guess we are going to talk about that too. So stick around. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials, or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 